0: What's poppin' family? Right now you're listening to part three of the Trusting the Process series here on the Babbling With Jazz podcast. We all have a process or many processes I should say and I don't want anyone to ever think that they're going through a process alone or that they're the only person in the world that is going through whatever they currently are going through. Like that is not the case. We all are on this journey of life together. We all have individual processes that are specifically designed for our walk for our journey. And the thing is this, these processes are here to mold us. It's here to teach us and it's here to prepare us for the place that God has prepared for us. So we need these processes. I do not want you to try to run from it or escape from it. Honestly speaking, I tried it many times trying to escape the reality in which I was living in. And God really didn't show me like, Jazz, you cannot run from this. And when I truly just surrendered and stopped trying to run from it, stopped trying to, what's it called, numb myself from the true reality in which I lived in and just fully embraced where I was, fully embraced my process Oh my goodness, so much growth, so much healing, so much clarity was given to me. And it's the most empowering feeling in the world. And I, you know, also created this series because there's so many people. Like I said, we all have a process and each process is a story and it's a testimony for the next person. So in this episode, I sat down and babbled with Jessica Hurley. Now, Jessica Hurley is the founder of The Stranded Podcast and also the founder of Insta Podcasts. It's a podcast management agency. Kind of like, so say if you're out in public or whatever and you hear a podcast playing out loud and stuff and you don't know the name of it, well, with this Insta Podcasts, you can now... um, It will voice recognize the podcast and give you all the info and deets on the go wherever you are. So this is Jessica Hurley. She's also a former TEDx speaker and spends her days helping busy entrepreneurs launch and grow their podcast. Um, Me and Jessica had a great combo about the process. She gave me so much clarity about even journaling. It was just a great girl talk, um, fun-filled episode. And before I even start the show, um, I just want to just say again that you have purpose um 2019 is not over yet I don't know who needs to hear this but stop playing around um snap back into focus it is not too late for you don't put a cap on who God is, because I promise you, once you remove the cap on God, God is going to exceed your expectations. God is going to go above and beyond. He's already He's always promised that from the get go. So I think one thing that will help you during your process season is knowing and remembering the promises of God, remembering what God promised you, remembering that vision. You are not crazy. You, you are not out of your mind. What God has envisioned and promised to you will come come to pass it will manifest if you walk in accordance to his footsteps if you walk in alignment with those things if you walk in alignment with his purpose and with your purpose that he's placed on the inside of you so don't let this process don't let your current situation or your past your childhood don't let any of that disqualify you from who you are called to be and where you are called to go there's no limit to what you can do on this earth. I'm a, I'm a living testimony and proof to that. So tune into this fun packed episode where I sat down with the Jessica Hurley. Check out her podcast to the stranded podcast. But right now we on the Babbling with Jazz podcast and this episode is going to pour into your soul. So I can't wait for you guys to listen. Back, family, to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Right now, you are tuned into part three of the Trusting the Process episode here on the Trusting the Process series. So, guys, today I'm so excited to be sitting down and talking with the Miss Jessica Hurley. Welcome yourself, introduce yourself to the fam.
1: And thank you so much for having me. I have always like loved your energy, so I am completely honored that you chose me to chat and i'm so excited and i'm just ready for us to get real and down and dirty about just us trusting the journey all together
0: yes i'm so down already and thank you like same sis like you don't even understand i think that's just so <laughs> about like life like you can just it's just some people that you see you're just like wow like it's something about them you know so i love i'm thankful for technology and how that just got all connected together man for real
1: Connecting all of us with like similar souls and places where we feel comfortable. I feel like we're meeting more genuine people now than ever. And yeah, there's a lot of haters and there's a lot of stuff out there that we we don't want to be privy to. But like, then there's unique opportunities like this where I get to meet people like you and we get to create a relationship over online, you know, and we've got similar souls. I can't beat that. You
0: cannot (laughs) beat that. You literally cannot beat that. You couldn't do that like 10, 20 years ago, man. For real, mm-hmm. so guys, you guys know if you listen to the first two parts um, of this series, I opened about my specific one of one of my very many specific um, one of my many processes um, along my journey, and I was telling my family like we all have a process, but I said processes because we on this journey until we're six feet under, there's just going to be different things that we're going to be put through. It's not just one specific process, and I think sometimes people. So I think sometimes people think, okay, I just went through this one process. Okay, I'm good for the rest of my life. And they get mad when maybe six months, a year <laughs> down the line. You know, they're like, another one? So I just want to hear, what has there been a specific um, a, a specific process that you yourself went through that transformed you to be the Jets that you are today? Like, I want to hear about it.
1: Oh, my God. What What millions of ones <laughs> do you want to hear? Because... <laughs> I think, I feel like if you're ever evolving, these things are like roadblocks that come in your life to like, that's that's the premise of my podcast, The Stranded. And it's because I want people to understand that the moment, whether it be huge circumstance or tiny, small circumstance that are out of your control, they are here to force you to go. So like with pain comes growth, right? Like I always reference this back to like, it, you can take this to the most simplistic terms and look at my two-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is a hard-headed little boy. If he keeps climbing on the couch like he did last weekend and everybody's like, he's going to fall, get him down. I'm like, no, let him fall. Mm-hmm. Because after that, he's not going to do it again. Sure enough, he rolls off, busts his head, got a little big old scratch <laughs> right here and a carpet and a carpet mark. And he hasn't climbed up there in a week. Mm-hmm. Like, But with pain comes growth. But I'm like, and and I also feel like in whether it be God or the universe or whatever you believe in, it's like in order for you to grow, like in order for you to be stretched, in order for you to be more, like these are part of the things that you prayed for. These are in order for you to be to that next level or that next person, you have to experience this. And I feel like it's the universe's way of humbling us a little bit too. Mm. I feel like sometimes you can get extremely comfortable in situations you're in when you're winning, when you're, it's like, they always tell you in church, like you're not, um, you know, you pray when things are bad, but you don't pray when things are are good. You don't pray and show grace gratitude and gratefulness when you're when you're blessed and when we're blessed and things are good we get super comfortable it's just a natural habit for us and then what happens we get complacent like we get comfortable we get consistent we get we search for the wrong highs. like t- well, I call them like temporary highs. Like You have an accomplishment, you think the world's going to be different after that, and then you get into this gap. Mm-hmm. And we start searching for the wrong highs that don't align with us. So then these barriers come in our way, and it's just part of the process. It's part of the journey. And I tell people, if you're blessed to have those things happen to you, that is the universe stretching you and saying, I don't want you to be normal. I don't mm-hmm. want you to be average. I want you to be more. So I'm going to put this in your way, and it's your test or your trial to show me that you are worth or worthy of more
0: right of that next level i love it and even i with the um the cams um the cam scenario that you're explaining cam is your son i don't know if i don't know if you said that but yes your two-year-old i my always son, growing Cameron. up yes i always um growing up i always wanted my parents to teach me like that you know what i'm saying i'm like i know that you're trying to protect me but just let me fall on my own and like learn hard on my own so it's just crazy that you brought that up because from like a child's perspective, even though I'm not a child anymore, but you know, growing up, that's how I wanted to learn. For me, I just felt like let me just find out for myself because you're you um, keep protecting me from things. I feel like I'm still not gonna learn. It's, and it's actually as children, believe it or not, it's actually gonna spark like a like an interest. Like, hmm, why do they keep trying to protect me from going to this place? And you're actually going to try to, you know, go above, you know, the of the, the limit. So. I think that was a great thing in, yes, you know, I do believe that, you know, our processes are definitely here to teach us and just prepare us for the next level. Because if I'm looking back now, like if I did not go through some of the things I went through, I wouldn't even be able to manage or even hold what I currently have now, let alone where I want to go. So I think it's important. Yeah,
1: it's impossible. It's impossible. So it gives us and the it's endurance. Redirection. Mm,
0: redirection.
1: It gives us endurance and the redirection. And I think where people get caught up really hard is like, so when, when I gave you the kid example, right? Yes. It's, it, that makes sense. Everyone can look at a little boy and be like, he needs to learn the hard way somebody needs to teach him a lesson exactly. so that makes sense it's like we know it's coming but for us as adults a lot of times we think that life is we checked all the boxes it's exactly what how it's supposed to be we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. why all of a sudden out of the woodwork did something happen to me crazy like in everything i mean my, my major circumstance and all my listeners know is that i had my son 3 months early he was in the nicu for 82 days, it totally changed mine and my fiance's entire life perspective. Before that, I would have never told you that I needed to be redirected. Mm. Now I'm looking back at the situation and going, Holy moly, I'm not in the same corporate job anymore. I'm not in the same relationship anymore, even though I'm with the same man, it's a completely mm. different relationship wow. now. That I, I raised my child differently. Mm. Like I did, but I didn't know. Had you asked me before that, I would have everything was fine. The boxes mm-hmm. were checked. We felt like we were doing everything right. But now I'm like, my life is totally different. Had that not happened, I would have never did a shift. I didn't even know I needed a shift. You know what I mean? Question, do you think- So it's like, we're just not
0: prepared. Yes. I was going to say, do you think we should prepare? Like, should we be prepared or prepare for an upcoming shift, even though we don't know when it's going to come? Or do you
1: think we We just get prepared when the shift comes? What do you think? So this- this is what I've learned because I don't think you can ever be prepared. Right. And it's right. almost like, and what I don't want people to make the mistake of doing is like, here's, here's a very similar thin line mistake that we make. Mm-hmm. And this is, the, this is something we learned in our childhood is that when things get really good, really good. Cause I caught myself doing this the other day. Things are really good. Life's good. I've last six days. I wake up. I feel blessed. Life is great. I'm driving on the street and I have this subconscious feeling of, when is something bad going to happen? Because things have been so great lately. I'm just going to sit here and wait on it. And I'm damn near going to manifest it. So I don't want people to make that mistake. But what I do want people to do is be open-minded enough Mm -hmm. to where you get to a point of where you can immediately shift. Like, Mm -hmm. like something very quick came up a week ago in my relationship that I did not expect. And it caused us to have like a heated argument. And like within 30 minutes, I was like, We needed this. What? What? And I and I didn't feel that way an hour before that. But I was like, we needed this. You know, there's a new level that we need to get to in this relationship. Like, let's let's uncover it. And he totally agreed with me. But I would have not been able to say that before. And I think when these things occur, we need to immediately be asking ourselves: one, how do I embrace this because it's happening, whether I can control it or not? Two. How do I just figure out what I'm supposed to be learning? Like we should immediately be asking ourselves, what should I be learning during this time? It's inevitable either way. What should I be learning or teaching myself during this time? What am I supposed to be grasping? What do I need to Mm reevaluate? So it's like, you know, one, embrace it. Two, um, you know, kind of revisit what could I learn and then reevaluate your surroundings and your habits. Like what I always say Mm -hmm. is sometimes I'll get in these moods And Mm -hmm. I I swear, this is so crazy to me. It's like, I'll be like two weeks, just blessed. Like life's great, like on this super high. And then (laughs) out of nowhere, I'll wake up one day and be sad Sally. And for a while, I was like, man, am I depressed? Like am I bipolar? What's wrong with me? And I think it's us not being on, it's playing offense all the time and not playing defense Mm. in your daily habits and your surroundings. So someone will binge watch... Game of Thrones for two days and then wonder why the third day they wake up depressed mm-hmm. because for three days you watched a show that is completely and entirely negative and focused mm-hmm. on death and fear exactly. and anxiety. Exactly. So we, if, if we're not playing often or if we're not playing defense during the times, like I said, not praying when you're blessed, there's bound to come a time that it's going to be like, you got to stop. You need to reevaluate. You need to reassess that's everything. the. Beautiful it's like an alert. It's like an alert to yourself. It's like
0: your body telling yourself, hey, you haven't been playing defense for a while. You need to get back in your work. You need to get back back rolling. You were getting too comfortable in this area. So I always tell people like those thoughts, those feelings, like that's just your body alerting you. And then you know what to do and go back after it. So I love how you said reevaluate because that's the first thing, literally the first thing that comes to my mind when any situation comes is, okay, what is this here trying to teach me? And if I don't learn that, yeah. I need to learn now before I hurt myself later on. And then when you focus on that, it actually takes away the pain. I mean, I'm not saying that pain is ine- inevitable because it, you know, it's bound to come, but it kind of makes it more, I guess you could say tolerable because you, you know that, okay, this hurts like hell, but I know what this is teaching me. And I know regardless, this lesson that I'm taking from this will always surpass this pain that I'm receiving, you know?
1: Yes, and I and I want to go back to the word realignment because I think I think about people in their jobs or in their relationships, and something some uncontrollable circumstance occurs, yeah. and I feel like it's trying to realign us. Mm-hmm. And I want to use that word. It's it's so funny we're talking about this because I'm doing a speech tonight at, at um it's called at a um oh my gosh I can't it's called disrupt yourself. It's like a tech fest thing, mm-hmm. and the my whole series is on redesigning the gap because I literally think, and I've done this a million times, is we get, we accomplish something and it could be anything. It's It, it causes a major high. It's like a, an engagement, a marriage, a promotion, a job. And it's like, we think, man, like you think about that time you're out to dinner celebrating after that moment. And you're like, my life is going to be entirely different. Things wow. are going to be so different. And then six months later, you find yourself like in this straight line. And then it begins to dip because you have become complacent. There's no new high, there's no new feeling. And I think right in this phase is when people create goals. No, they, they search for a new high that is not aligned with their goals. So I think it's like, so like this, this is, this is one of the best moments. I realized this in my, like last year or two, it was when I was still at my corporate job and I was busting my tail. Like I was like, We had I was doing my podcast. I had some side things going on and my job was starting to question me and my ability to do my work. So I started busting my tail. I was like, nope, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna say this about me. They're not gonna, I'm gonna prove them wrong. And I had this goal of just proving everybody wrong. And my fiance hit me with this one question Mm -hmm. and it knocked me down. He was like, he said, uh, what job are you gunning for at your job right now? And I was like, none. And he said, so you don't want to be the vice president? I was like, no. He was like, there's nobody's job you want there. I said, no. And he's like, so what goal are you trying to achieve other than proving somebody wrong, which is a selfish, egotistical goal? And I was like, man, I'm just sitting here searching for a high to prove somebody wrong, but I actually don't even want the position or the clout that I'm gunning for. So it's like understanding what to do in the gap and when those circumstances occur and how to handle them and, and understanding it might be a realignment. You might be searching for the wrong high. Does that make sense? Yes. It makes perfect sense.
0: Perfect (laughs) sense. Perfect sense. And I literally found myself in that scenario before as well, especially like people, especially when you're committed to this goal, especially with entrepreneurship and you're committed to this goal and you know in the beginning people are like you know what are you doing and stuff like that and you you get the drive and I used to say that drove me to prove you wrong but it's like all this energy that I'm putting in still at the end of the day is towards you so you can see my accomplishments like no I don't you know it it shouldn't be like that but I want to ask you then you said understanding the gap now what okay so now what would how would we now understand that okay we're searching for the wrong high we understood that
1: but how will we go from that so absolutely so i think so the number one thing is to realize that you are something has happened to realign you so i think we don't ever rarely are we and i'm not saying we're unintelligent but rarely do we realize <laughs> in the moments that we are gunning for the wrong high right so it's yes. like but it's a it's a cause and effect of being in this slump or this gap of I'm in between two accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing going on for myself. And whether people like it or not, I know we preach structure and consistency and how it keeps us healthy and blah, blah, blah. But like people get in a rut when they're too, like life's too mundane, mm. like too consistent. Exactly. So it's like, now we go searching for this wrong thing. So what do we do? Well, it's typical, typically we don't know until life stops us dead in our tracks until something happens. And so what I always say is like, this this is one, causing you to really reevaluate your why. Mm -hmm. And I think people dismiss their why when they don't know how, and that's how they get into these messes. So the how of things is paralyzing. The how is where the fear steps in. And so if you've been saying to yourself, I really want to start a blog. I, I love traveling and I want to start a blog. And then you have been, you have dismissed that because you got on the internet one time, tried to buy a WordPress press site. It cost too much money. Then you tried to write something and it didn't work out. And you're like, see, I don't even know how to do this. So this is not for me. And then you go searching for something else. That's, that's your subconscious saying, well, you don't know how don't do it. Don't do it. But the truth is, is that your why is that you want to show the world how much you love to travel. You want to show the world all the secrets that you know about traveling that you've learned and how your joy truly comes in when you're traveling the world. We get paralyzed by this how. And so I think the circumstance or the thing that's out of our control stops us to one, reevaluate our why. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to embrace it, reevaluate our why, revisit our surroundings and our habits and play more defense, even when it feels like it's not necessary, wow. more prayer, more journaling, more gratitude, even when things feel good. And I'm, we're all guilty of it. When I'm feeling blessed, I'm not even going to front and sit here and tell you that I don't wake up and get straight to work thinking I'm good. <laughs> Five days go by, I practice no gratitude. And all of a sudden, I'm wondering why I'm in a funk because mm. I didn't play defense. Like, so I think when you find that you've got to start playing defense, you've got to revisit your why you have to reevaluate your surroundings and your current habits. You have to embrace it and really understand how to turn this thing around. And I think just that journaling and gratitude. And I know and, and I know so many people talk about this, but I'm not kidding from I know, you know, this this but in from interviewing 60 plus successful people mm-hmm. the small things they will tell you are those things i mm. will i will never forget by the th- by the time i heard the third entrepreneur tell me to practice gratitude i was like okay all right fine <laughs> how what does look like how are we going to do this? and i remember driving in the car and i remember the guy said um just say things that you're grateful for like if you can't think of anything and it feels weird just say things that you already have girl i was driving in the car and i said okay, I really don't like this car and I want a new car. So, um, I'm grateful for this transportation that I have access to that get me anywhere from anywhere to A to B, you know, whatever. And I was like, then right after I was like, that was so fake. I said that to myself. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to push through this. Exactly. And I did it for 30 days. The same line or like, just all gratitude? No, just all gratitude. Okay. Okay. For 30 I, days. I, I threw in there I threw in there things that I knew that I wasn't happy with because Mm -hmm. I said, what if it's not that I'm happy with them and I need to exchange those things like a car or my weight or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just learned to be happy with them where I am. And so I said a lot of things about my body and a lot of things about my, my vehicle at the time and just a lot of things. And I remember it did not what I expected it to do. I thought Mm -hmm. what it would do is like, just teach me to just love as it is and yes it did that was mm-hmm. the after effect but i think what people don't understand is it truly changes your perspective mm-hmm. it's like getting over someone in a relationship like <laughs> if you've ever been in a relationship with a guy and you guys break up and w- that one thought you have in your head when you go i'm never going to get over him do you feel how you feel you you think about how you feel and you're like this feeling's never going to go away it hurts so bad it's the same and then one day you wake up and you're like Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about him today. That was so nice. Like I didn't even think about him. And you're like, man, how did I get to the point? I feel like that's what gratitude does is you wake up and like four hours go by and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't think about traffic. I didn't think about my body. I didn't think about, I was thinking about how to serve somebody and how to, you know, go do this. Wow. Nice thing for somebody. And I was thinking about how to do this. And I'm not saying it just takes away from it completely, but I think you're so much more focused on positivity, spreading positivity, you know, doing the things that are, are what the purpose for what you're put on this earth and not so damned with ego and self-reflection like we usually are. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. Wow. You
0: just told me to (laughs) get back on my gratitude. Like for real, (laughs) I, I Girl. I've been slacking. I've really been slacking. I know but like, honor that. I need to that's okay. Do. Yes. I've been that's And okay. that's the thing. Self-awareness. It's okay. It comes on the journey. Like you said, I'm aware of that. Now it's just time to go back. That's all it is, you know? And with the journaling thing, I never understood the hype of journaling. I'm like, why do I I mean personally, I hate I writing. Am. I never understood the hype about journaling. I always would hear journal, get a journal, blah 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 blah. Last March, no, this past March, I'm like, you know what? Let me just go buy this journal. Let me just see what it's about. Let me just try it out. And what, what, what saying, works? For let me, me just do it. Let me just do it. I'm hearing all about it. Whatever. Let's let's see what let's see what it's about. I get the journal, and I'm just like, you know what? Instead of me, because me personally, I can't just write my thoughts out on a sheet of paper, not addressing it to anything or anyone. Like it just, that's just me personally. And I think that's important to um, family, like find what works for you. Take, don't take everything. I, I, I learned like it's like a buffet style, how you need to take information. Take what you want, take what you need, leave what you don't need, you know? So I got the journal, but I learned that for me, tiling off to God, like dear God or Hey God, Good Morning God, Good Morning Pops, whatever that worked better for me because I know okay, I'm literally writing to someone. So now I know that like it just it just changed, but it shaped my whole entire life. So I literally am like a sponsor of journ- journaling now. I never was. So for me to even say that just shows <laughs> truly how much this thing works, you know. And you when know I go along. self development, with-
1: when you buy your friends journal for I know their birthday, literally so. I have. <laughs> I literally have <laughs> true self-development. Here. Here's a journal. You'll thank me. So, later. I'm going to tell you a little secret about journaling my first journal and what it did for me. I understood journaling way before this because I'm diff. I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I actually I struggle with meditation. Like mm. I struggle bust with meditation, but journaling, like I will tell a journal, my whole life story. I've been doing it since I was like 12. Wow. One of my, one of my friends did the night one time when I was like 13 and she stole my, you know, how you, when you were little girls, they were so mean. So the mm. girls like stole my journal and they and were was like, it? the next one. No they read the whole thing. And then the next morning when they woke up, they were both sitting by my bed with just these puppy eyes. And I was like, what? And they were like, we, we stole your journal last night thinking you were going to be so mean. And you said such nice things about all your friends in here. And we just feel so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when I was grown, when I was, I say when I was grown, when I was, when I became an adult, um, and a lot of my listeners know this, I, um, my parents didn't go to church. I didn't grow up in church. Like we were not, they're not atheists, but we just weren't religious. Like I didn't. So like church was like a foreign thing for me Mm -hmm. when I was in college. So it was like, I was always embarrassed. I was super embarrassed to talk religion, like go to church. Like I'm sitting there and there's like a 12 year old boy and I'm like, he know more than me about the Bible. Like this Mm -hmm. is stupid. So, um, (laughs) I actually used to cry when people would ask me to pray. Like I would boo-hoo cry. I remember being on a cruise with friends and they were like, okay, we're going to bow our heads and pray. Jessica, do you want to pray? And I was like, dead quiet. And they were like, Jessica. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. They were like, Jessica. I was like, don't please don't do this to me (laughs) because it felt like such a foreign concept to me. So I was advised by someone to write my prayers, literally like a letter, dear God, in a journal. And I did that for like seven months, girl. Mm. I'll pray for you right now on this podcast. I have so (laughs) much confidence. i have so much confidence in prayer now literally from writing it as if i was praying in the journal like you people are like why would i write write something write Write something something." because you have no idea you have no idea what it will do for you yes go ahead go ahead no i I was going to say, you just have no idea what it will do for you and change. It gives you confidence. It gives you an outlet. Like if you're not willing to go to a therapist, because I still know people that won't go to therapy, mm-hmm. like write in a journal, just write, write, write. There were times when I was in the hospital with my son and I remember like the day after I felt so much guilt because we didn't know if he was going to survive. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it was all my fault. And my, my mentor was like, you just need to write all your thoughts, man. Like six months later, when I went to therapy, my therapist was like, You need to read all that stuff one good time and rip it up. Wow. Because you need to let that stuff go. Wow. And I read it and I could not believe that at that time, that's what I was going through. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was so freeing to read those things and think, Wow, you have forgiven yourself since then. So I was able to like shut that chapter and close it out by ripping it up. But like venting and journaling at that moment, I remember at that time feeling like I could not get that feeling to go away. I felt guilty. I was like, "This is my fault," and I wrote everything for hours. And I remember after that, I just felt like, "Okay, at this point, there's nothing else I can say or do." Right? You it wrote was it, so out. Freeing. You got it all like, out. Something mm, exactly. That's
0: right. And then I think the cool thing is I haven't finished my journal yet. But you know, like eventually, there's only so many pages. But then. That's a mini book you know like do you still have some of your germs do you throw them away because like the old
1: ones that you finished i keep them all i keep them all listen one two i got three i got four i got my desk and i have a a whole um i won't throw them away until they're like a year old really oh so you do eventually throw them away
0: i'm kind of like i'm afraid to throw them away but I probably,
1: but. It's because when I flip, I'd be afraid to flip through them because then that'll make me keep them. So I'd be like, okay, th- these dates aren't here. Wow, wait, All right, this wait, gotta go. hold on Bye. now.
0: Whoa, so the goal is we write it out, we keep them for a little bit, but we shouldn't hold on to it because it's still holding on to the, uh, holding on to the pack. Don't tell me that.
1: Wow. Well, because this is how I feel about it. Don't we grow? Don't we become a new person? Like oh three God. years ago, I would probably be, very surprised to read about me in 2016 but i have to be honest with myself and understand girl when i tell you i'm not that person anymore wow. i'm not that person anymore wow. so it's like if i were to read that i would be it's okay it's not wrong but i would be backtracking like a i'd probably be reading that and be sad for myself like well, i uh, like, like how, how my did you notice this yeah this girl Woo! why were you talking like that you know wow. and it's like if, if there's not continuous growth there's you're stalling there's wow stalling. i love and so that. i'm like i'm not this chick anymore so shh, out out with the old M and with the new
0: did you burn or
1: did you just throw it away like did you ever, like what if somebody finds this journal or something <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't don't burn but that is a good idea because okay. somebody might think i'm a little crazy like <laughs> wow okay thank you for that because honestly I never
0: thought of it like, thought of it like that, but it makes so much sense. And I think for me, especially like being aware of myself, I love holding on to things, but it's like, we have to let it go because that's not who I am anymore. You know, I'm evolving and that just comes so with like- Tell me
1: the one thing you poured in that has served you.
0: Poured in it Any, right now though, so far?
1: Like anything that you've kept that has just served you. Ooh. You're like, I'm so glad I kept that
0: oh my gosh <laughs> I'm literally looking around like what what is what in here why do I still have this I really couldn't even tell you maybe an old
1: photo it's album, like the but fear you know, of letting go
0: it is pictures are
1: totally it different
0: is. it is
1: but it's, it's the fear of letting go
0: and that's my me subconsciously wow you see it's like subconsciously I'm afraid of letting go but physically and like it's manifesting as me just wanting to hold on to things or like no i I still need it or just telling myself i still need that but i really don't this just gave me like the like the energy to like declutter and just take everything out of my space
1: girl declutter that mess declutter i'm a whole new soul i don't need nothing old up in here period Uh -uh. Period. (laughs) same with clothes same with clothes man but you'll do it with your clothes in a heartbeat. You got to do it with your journals, with your text messages, with your friends. Wow! Like yeah. anything that applies and a powerful message applies to every every aspect of every your life. Aspect. Every aspect of your life. Oh my God! Come on now, come on!
0: It's time to let go. And just yeah, move you, on. Yeah, oh, so. we have to be open because the more we hold on to things, we're, like, blocking the next thing that's trying to come. But it's, like, our hands are so full because we're hoarding on to so much that we can't even get blessed with the big next thing, you know? I'm speaking to myself right, right now. now. See, I'm, I'm really speaking to myself right no, now. That's, but a, it's word. Ta- that's it's a word. <laughs> it's, it's just the stuff we got to go. Oh, my gosh, Jess. You have just – I just <laughs> love you, man. <laughs> I really
1: I'm just enjoying it. Has anybody ever told you you look like Erica Badu? I get that all the
0: time. <laughs> all the time. I'm looking I at you that. like,
1: thank you, Erica Badu, fine.
0: What is something that words of encouragement or anything that you like to leave off to someone who's currently right now going through a process?
1: Work on changing your beliefs. Your beliefs dictate your destiny. Um And to the level in which you can, if you're hearing all of this manifestation stuff, one, I want to tell you it's real. Two, I want to tell you that um, it may not be on the level that you're seeing it. I know there's a lot of outlandish stuff out there, but one thing that I have for certain been able to prove in my own life is literally your beliefs dictate your thoughts, your thoughts dictate your feelings, your feelings dictate your actions, and your actions create results. Mm -hmm. And so- People literally think like, I mean, you know, you cannot manifest a bike on your front porch. I get it. But (laughs) your negative thoughts will create exactly what you're looking for. Your thoughts will create wrong or right, whatever it is that you think. So you have to be in control of your beliefs. And it has to start with like positivity and gratitude and journaling like and if you're in this place right now where you can't even figure out what tomorrow is, I understand because it's so hard for you to hear what I'm saying. Because if you've never been positive every day, if you've never felt in a blissful state, if you've never felt this immense amount of gratitude, then it's hard to see where I'm coming from. But I'm because t- I've been in your shoes, but I'm telling you right now, there is another level to self awareness and truly believing in yourself that is so powerful that you can literally create and manifest whatever you want and the how has nothing to do with it the how will have nothing to do with it your beliefs that lead to your thoughts that lead to the most powerful actions and the most amazing results have nothing to do with the fear of how when you are confident and you control your beliefs have you ever just real quick have you ever heard of the book outwitting the devil no but I'm about to write that down because I'm going to read it Write it down. It's the craziest thing you'll ever read in your life. It's outwitting a strong, the devil. Outwitting the devil. Bet. It's by, um, oh my gosh, the same guy that wrote Napoleon Hill. So he wrote it in the 30s and it, they would not publish it. And they published it just a couple years ago. Craziest book you'll ever read. It's like him having a conversation with the devil. Mm. And he asked the devil questions about how he attracts us, how he takes control uh. of us, when he takes control of us. And the whole entire book is the devil saying, the person that is the most powerful in opposition to me is the person that control c- can control their own thoughts. A human that can control their thoughts is the most powerful person against me. Yeah. Because he t- talks about how he slides into your life and controls your thoughts by giving you exactly what you want. And so when you can understand how to control your beliefs, and I know for some people it's just so hard to understand, but I was there too. When you can control your thoughts and control your beliefs, you can control your life on a whole nother level and have a happiness you never anticipated. And so I would just leave that with anyone as look to understand how you can control your beliefs. Cause they literally will dictate your destiny.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh. That was a word. Jazz, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show thanks for so much for babbling with me oh my god oh, i love
1: that you use the word babbling because it doesn't make me feel required to be super educated
0: no. <laughs> no. that's the whole point because i talk a lot and i just so i love when people come on and babble with me and i love babbling with you all my family and i just thank you so much i promise you probably you're gonna be back on here in the in the future oh bring you just, yes, I
1: love it. Bring it on and good luck at SpeakerCon and all the things. You deserve it. Thank, Thank you, you so deserve much.
0: it. Thank you so much, Jess. The podcast launch queen. So hey. where can people find you? Where can, like if somebody's listening to this, I'm, I totally love this woman. I totally need her in my life. I need her on my TL. Where can they find you? Do you have anything coming up? Like, let us know.
1: Absolutely. So... You can follow me on Instagram, stalk me there. That's where I am the most um, active. It's easy for me to press the red button and record. Um, you can follow me at Jessica Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y underscore, underscore, it's actually two underscores. You can follow my podcast management company, uh, which is at Instapodcasts. Mm-hmm. And I try, I'm, I'm working on some branding things, but there will be more content to come on there. But um, right now we're, we're, Producing and launching and growing and managing podcasts. We have seven podcasts coming out in the month of July. And yes, and if anybody is looking to start a podcast, um, you can grab a freebie right now. For I've got one out, and it's thestrandedphase.com. Thestrandedphase.com forward slash podcasting, and it's your ten steps to your first ten thousand downloads. Some of the things that I learned the hard way, I'm sure you've learned as well. And so you can grab that. Um, as a freebie from me to you. And other than that, thanks so much for having me. I truly appreciate it.
0: Yes, make, make sure you guys check her podcast out, The Stranded Podcast, as well, guys. Yes, thank you so much, Jess and family. Um, I just want to leave off with this. We all have a process. So it's just the, it's important just to know what to do during the process. And it's needed at the end of the day. It's going to teach you something and it's there for your good, believe it or not. And I know it may be hard to hear that right now because it's like really like all this hurt and pain or like this horrible situation I'm in is really for my good. But but it's all about your perspective on it. You know what I'm saying? Your mind is so powerful and I just want you to use it to work for you rather than against you, okay? So as always, stay positive, stay true to yourself and always remember, remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. Love you guys.